and welcome to the podcast Fully Expressed with John Denbeck. This is where we discuss how Christian professionals can approach work as an act of worship. Hey guys, welcome to Fully Express, the uh, ministry of Seeds to Life. We are so excited that we have a three-part series with uh, Dr. Brian Clay coming to you. Really excited about that as it's come up about self-care and taking care of ourselves and being physically able to fully express who God's created us to be. I'm really excited to have Dr. Brian Clay come and walk us through that in a three-part episode. So stay tuned and here we go with Brian Clay. Hey guys, John, welcome back to uh, Fully Express. And Fully Express is a ministry of Seeds to Life. And here at Fully Express, it is our hope, our desire, our challenge to equip you, to stir you up, to fully express who God's created you to be so that you would be able to use your gifts, those talents, those abilities, all for God's glory. Because really believing that when we are fully expressing who God's created us to be, we are most satisfied and he is most glorified. And so I'm really excited. Again, we have part two of, of, of the, this episode talking about health and talking about those the self-care that came up last time and, and just those things that need to be a priority for us so that we're able to do what God's called us to do. That, you know, an unhealthy person is focused on health in, in a way that to get back and that's all good, but focusing on prevention, focusing on health, focusing on those things that we can do in our lives. For me, it was discipline. And for those things that we can do in our lives that are able to help us to live those lives that God would have us to live. And so last time we had on the on our program was Dr. Brian Clay, who's a chiropractor in Allen, Texas. And I'm excited to say that to Dr. Clay is with us again. And last time he kind of laid out a, a little bit of a wake up call for us of, you know, kind of when, just because that we think we look good and some of us think we look better than others, but some it's because we think we look good. And because today I feel good that we don't necessarily always think about our health. And Dr. Clay said that, the, you know, there's a couple of things there like cancer and heart disease that when they show up, now they're going to command our full attention. And so if we, what we can do to try to prevent them would be that more helpful. So Dr. Clay left us with a, a, a kind of a cliffhanger last time and tell us that what we can do now is to move well, eat well, and think well. And so inviting him back to, to kind of expand on those themes. So welcome back, Dr. Clay. Glad to be back. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so last time you told us a little bit about your journey and talking about getting into chiropractic care and, and the things that you're doing now. So just on a, you know, that I'd be remiss to not ask you this question. So this, you know, the episode is called Fully Expressed. That's the, the name of our uh, podcast. So let me ask you, are you fully expressing who God's created you to be? Well, I think that's just our daily journey, our journey, right? Uh, that, you know, we, we just want to get better every day. And I, I think that, you know, having podcasts like this that people can listen to and, and to grow in the word uh, and, and, you know, just working on, you know, all aspects of our life so that you know, each and every day we can try to express more fully uh, our potential in Christ. Uh, and so, and so, there's two two stages of that right. There's the there's the input and there's the output. And I I yeah. have had the blessing of seeing the output of your ministry, which is through your through your practice and and how you encourage people. Well, tell us a little bit about the input that comes into uh, Dr. Brian Clay. What uh, what are you doing to make sure that you're filled up so you can give out? Well, so obviously, uh, you know 
going to church, uh, you know, reading my Bible, uh, having lots of resources uh, to, you know, to try to stay. Uh, chiropractors talk about being dipped in the word, you know, uh, trying to stay dipped in the, the word of Christ, you know, and a, a lot of uh, resources uh, that I have uh, across the globe of, of different uh, doctors and uh, different uh, natural health care providers and, and things of that so that I can stay uh, as sharp as I possibly can so that I have the ability to, to help and touch as many lives as possible. That, 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 that's awesome. And, and, you know, for those of you who might be in the, uh, in the Allen, Texas area, I mean, the uh, Dr. Clay's is foundation of health is your, uh, is your practice, right? Is that, yes, uh, did I get that correct? Yeah, <laughs> I, I should have been over yeah, there once or twice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, uh, I would, uh, to see Dr. Clay and, and, and have him be able to have that input in your lives. So I know that you'd be blessed. Well, so, but anyway, so last time we were talking about, and, and you kind of set that up to think well and to move well and to, um, um, there's another well in there. <laughs> yeah, there's three. Eat, eat, eat well, move well, think well. Okay, so if you would just uh, let's kind of uh, help us to expand on that. So we want we left our our audience with a little bit of hope. So what does it mean to move well and to eat well and to think well? Just unpack them for us, if you would. So one of the things we talked about in the last episode is like literally only about two percent of d- disease is genetic. Uh, so w- when it comes to genes, we know we all have Olympic genes. Like literally, we do. Uh, our genes are are un- unbelievably uh, great and sound. And and the thing is, is that we need those genes to express a state of health. So our our genes are kind of like the gun. Right. And what we do through our lifestyles, that's what really cocks the hammer. And that's what really pulls the trigger, our lifestyles, okay? And so in order for our genes to express optimal health, we have to give our genes what it, what it knows, right? And so what our genes know is a world of motion, right? Us always constantly moving. And unfortunately, uh, we know we just don't do that. E- even at a young age, uh, at the age of six, you know, we park kids in chairs and a uh, very uh, strong lack of motion uh, that the body just doesn't recognize as, as health, right? And so uh, moving well is an extremely important part of our health. And I read an interesting study the other day where they were talking about monks and the enormous hours that they sit. You know, sometimes monks will sit, you know, 12 hours, 16, 18 hours uh, meditating, uh, but they don't talk about uh, the intense training that monks put their bodies through in order to actually be able to sit for eight hours at a time, 12 hours at a time. And here we are as Americans, we, we sit those numbers of hours, uh, but where is that intense training that we put our bodies through in order to, to weather that storm, right? They're, they're even talking about sitting being, you know, the new smoking. And so we really need to figure out some ways throughout the day uh, to increase the amount of motion, uh, whether that's, you know, walking or going to the gym or, or wh- whatever that may be. Uh, but we need to get started in that. And, and some people really have a hard time with the movement aspect because when they began to do it now all of a sudden they pay for it in terms of aches or pains and you know that's really when it's important to uh, get yourself even if you're if you're not hurting but you know you want to start to to move at a much higher level 
uh, that you find yourself a really good structural-based chiropractor uh, that's going to take some weight-bearing x-rays underneath gravity so that they can really see what your spine's doing in lifetime so that two things can happen. One, uh, they can help get you better so that you can handle the physical stress of movement. And then two, those of you that are already out there moving at a high level, uh, that that analysis and, and care will allow you to move better and, and for longer. Right, so, that, so. so that's the movement. And I don't think uh, we should really talk about the exact type of movement you'd have to do. Uh, it's just the point is we, we just have to move more. So you know, let's, let's, let, let's camp there for a minute. I, I uh, really uh, challenged or puzzled or want a little more explanation on sitting is the new smoking. I think I know what you mean, but um, what, I mean, what, what it what happens is, is sitting bad i mean so we shouldn't sit at all i mean what i mean what do you, what's the uh so to give you, that a little bit yeah so to give you some type of idea we have studies that show where you can take literally an olympic athlete you know uh to the very sense of the word an, an olympic athlete and make them be sedentary for 24 hours and their body's physiology uh, will begin to shift towards a diabetic state uh, that's how profound a lack of motion to the body is. And, you know, you just think if you go back enough years, if you sat for too long, you became someone's lunch, right? So yeah. uh, the body just knows a world of constant motion, a constant activity, uh, every joint in the body, it doesn't matter which joint you're talking about. Every joint in the body stays healthy through full ranges of motion. And the scary thing is with our joints, uh, if you lock the movement of just one joint in the body, it only takes seven days for degenerative conditions to begin to set into that joint. So we just have to get up. We have to get moving. Yeah. One, uh, and I forget where the article I read was, and it was, it was recently and it was in a, uh, in a health magazine that I think it was actually the running magazine where it said, you know, if we understood and you, you can kind of set this right, if it's wrong, if we really understood what moving and exercise did for us, we, we would, and the prescription it is for health, we, we would, we would be highly focused on that, that we would, you know, that the, uh, the pharmaceutical industry, the medical community would be taken aback um, if we really just took that seriously, is that, is that kind of accurate? Oh, absolutely. You know, you think about not only just for our physical health through, through constant motion, but, you know, we, we know that, you know, exercise is the most underutilized, most powerful antidepressant that we know of. And so just the constant motion and exercise, what it does for your mental health and also for your physical body you know, hormone, hormones are, are, are produced based off of demand. And so when we exercise and we stress our bodies through exercise, we create a whole nother set of chemistry, a whole nother set of hormones inside of our body uh, that really push us towards a health and healing state. And, and so, and I guess, you know, for some in our audience, they're, they're hearing about exercise and they, and they have a picture of what that might be. Maybe they have, it's a picture of those hardcore gyms, the, the CrossFit exercise and, 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 you know, some of the people that works for, but that's not necessarily what we're, they're talking about as the requirement or is it? No, it doesn't have to be a CrossFit top workout. It doesn't have to be uh, anything like that. In fact, a lot of studies show really 
really short bursts of exercise is some of the most powerful in terms of hormone production, uh, literally just a 15-minute exercise routine that gets the heart rate up, that gets the breathing rate up. You know, sadly, uh, for most Americans, you know, they never get their heart rate up. They never get their breathing. You know, maybe if the flashing lights and the police car behind them show up, you know, out of fear, their heart rate goes up or their breathing rate goes up but you know day to day really just getting that heart rate up getting the breathing rate up uh, to allow their bodies to express a much greater uh, level of health yeah so and, and and we might be uh we might be stepping on a couple of toes we go into this and, and you and i had a brief conversation about this and uh but what's that what does what does health look like in the church and 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 what do you what do you think are the contributing factors to that well, sadly, if you Google the statistics of the health of the church today, is it's it's poor. Uh, there's no way to really sugarcoat that. Uh, if you talk to pastors that have been pastoring for you know 30 years, 25 plus years, uh, they'll tell you that you know when it comes to the prayer lines. Uh, many times that prayer is focused around some type of health challenge and, you know, 40, 50 years ago, that just wasn't the case. The, you know, the prayers were different and the health challenges that the church church face are, uh, are, are extensive. And uh, we as Christians uh, need to, to recognize that, uh, not to ignore it. You know, the elephants in the room, um, let's address it and let's start focusing on the body of Christ so that, uh, you know, like, you know, your podcast is, is designed for, you know, the, the full expression of Christ throughout our lives. You know, we, we've got to have our health if we're going to be successful at that. Yeah. And I, and I, and I just really want to encourage our audience with that is to, um, to take that seriously. I mean, I, you know, sometimes you can look around the church and you can say, these people are not, health's not a priority and uh, I'm not trying to point fingers at anybody, but to, but myself, so when I was in that place, I was like, I want to live that life that is uh, expressing who God's created me to be. And I know that uh, health is a part of that. And when I made that evaluation myself is to say, okay, that's, that's not me and uh, make some changes. So you also talked about eating well, Dr. Clay, and, the, and eating well is, is and again, in the church is kind of like that joke that about, you know, we're going to buffet our bodies. We're going to, I mean, there's a lot of potlucks in the church and, you know, and we love to gather around fellowship and all that is good, but we really need to take a, you know, and talking to you, we really need to take a different look of, of what eating means and does. So what in, you know, give us a little bit of a, a, a recommendation or what your thoughts are on just eating well. So obviously we're trying to keep everything extremely brief and uh, not really fleshing out uh, one particular particular topic. Um, and so to really help people uh, become nutritional experts overnight, you know, I always tell patients, listen, just keep it simple. Uh, let's, let's start eating more foods by God and less foods by man. And what I mean by that is we want to eat living foods. You know, we want to eat uh, when, when we're eating meat, we want to make sure we're eating meat from healthy animals. And we want to make sure when we're eating fruits and vegetables, we're, we're actually eating fruits and vegetables that, that are healthy, uh, organic in any chance that we can get. Uh, not so much because organic fruits and vegetables ha have a higher nutrient content. Uh, organic fruits and vegetables have a much lower uh, toxic uh, load in, in terms of pesticides and things that are sprayed on our food today. Uh, so clean eating is really important. Uh, anytime we're eating foods that come out of a box or a package 
or a can. Uh, you know, these foods are going to be highly processed and, and not going to be as good for us. It really uh, put a, a burden on our bodies versus uh, eating something that's really going to build health within our bodies. And so uh, foods by God uh, versus foods by man. And so and you are you available for a, uh, I mean, if somebody wants to send you an email, say, hey, I got this question about these foods, or uh, I have some questions on what you would recommend or where I can go to get more help, how can they get a hold of you? Right. And I really tailor uh, my nutritional counseling, uh, you know, I tailor that per individual because everybody has different lifestyles and, and different needs. And I'm easily reached uh, at uh, Dr. Brian Clay at gmail.com. So that'd just be Dr. Brian Clay, B-R-Y-A-N-C-L-A-Y at gmail.com. And, and would love to help anybody uh, with no, those nutritional needs. And the, the thing is, it's a lot easier uh, than what most people think that's like the hardest thing to do is to get their diet right and get their nutrition right. But it you, you have someone that's already had to uh, go through all the hard knocks and can just hold your hand and walk you through it. Uh, really, the only thing that has to happen is just some behavior patterns have to change. Uh, we all, we do have some addictions to certain foods. I mean, they're they're real addictions. It's not uh, that you just kind of crave them. I mean, these are literally real chemical addictions that we have that uh, usually take about 21 days uh, to break. Uh, but what I've seen over, you know, 15 years is that once you have a patient work through a nutritional program for 21 days, they just can't go back. Uh, they then now they feel so good. Uh, they sleep so good. They have such better energy. Their quality of life is so much better than it was 21 days previous that you just don't see them go back to that old way of life because they just feel too good. Yeah, I, I know for, for me, I mean, and, and the way that I kind of express it used to be that my appetite created my habit, but you can let your habits create your, your, um, your appetite. And so, I mean, as I've changed my habits, my appetites change. I mean, I, I crave, you know, more nutritious foods, fruits and vegetables and, you know, and I think, and then, you know, break those sugar cravings and all that kind of stuff. The number one drug in America, you know, is sugar. And that's what I've heard. And uh, to break those cravings. And so uh, Dr. Clay, thanks for coming back on. And um, I appreciate the, the, the guidance that you've given us. And we might have you come back even on another time and, uh, you know, to be able to, uh, to share with our audience and help our audience to express fully express who God's created him to be. So thanks Dr. Clay for coming on again and uh, pray that the, uh, the Lord blesses you and keeps you and has his face shine upon you in your life and your practice and marriage and your home. And uh, just really appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much for having me. Hey guys, wasn't that just great having Dr. Clay join us? I'm hoping that you got the information that I did out of that, and hopefully it's going to equip you to live fully express. You can reach Dr. Brian Clay at Dr. Brian Clay with a Brian with a Y at gmail.com, and he'd be happy to answer your questions. Or you can look at some of those resources in the show notes. But I'm really praying that this is going to be helpful to you to live fully express. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast, Fully Expressed with John Dembeck. If you'd like to receive John's weekly devotional, go to seeds2life.org. That's seeds2life.org.